Hi, I'm Kim Schmidt, Executive Editor of Farm Equipment. Welcome to Farm Equipment's Used Equipment Remarketing Roadmaps Podcast. In this episode, Casey Seymour and Aaron Fintel of Moving Iron LLC talk with Andy Campbell with TractorZoom about the used planter market. This episode of the Used Equipment Remarketing Roadmaps Podcast is brought to you courtesy of AgriSolutions. Let's jump in as Casey and Aaron review the first couple months of the year and what it's meant for the farm equipment market. All right, Aaron and I are back here to cause more damage to the, I guess, the world around us, I guess is the best way to put that. There you go. And if you were to uh, sit back and talk about what we saw happen in the first month of the year, Aaron, how would you uh, describe that? Quiet. It was it was quiet. And, you know, to be honest with you, I, I expected to see a little bit, a little bit of, of quietness. I think maybe a little more quiet than I expected to see uh, coming off of what we saw happen. I'm afraid there'd be a lot of capital deferred back into that first quarter of the year. Right. They had to make some purchases and those kind of things. Been looking more at 23, but um, there's plenty of reason to, to be quiet right now. I mean, if you take a look around what's going on around us, we've got plenty of, uh, things that are that are showing up right now that hey you know we could be you know a lot of uncertainty i guess is the best way to put it you know what i mean more than anything if you look at you got interest rates you got these other things that are climbing up and weather balloons weather balloons you got the chinese floating their balloons over top of us you got all this kind of stuff going on but all that being said i think that there is the quietness that we're feeling is there's plenty of people still looking for stuff oh yeah yeah i mean it's just they're not in the and the funny thing is, it's, it's really quiet because we didn't, you know, we got a machine in and it took us two weeks to sell it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Two whole weeks. I mean, how can we ever? Well, they're not moving out? anymore. Like it's been 15 days. Right. Calm down. So I think, I think some of that, I think it's the point of reference that we, that we have. Yeah, to. totally. Plus you got to think, man, 22 was a doozy after a doozy after a doozy. Yeah. So everybody's kind of exhaling. Yeah, everyone's catching their breath a little bit, and I think like nothing happened in January specifically. Yeah, that I can think of that was like globally altering for once. Sure, yeah, it was like the first month, and just like, oh, okay, we're in the winter suck. The one thing that I thought got affected the most by the whole twenty one twenty two shortage and when you're going to get what, when, and why, and everything else, I think was planners. I think planners had the biggest impact because the planner, new planners got delayed so much from at every aspect of it. Well, I mean, literally to the, you could say they got delayed completely. Yeah, totally. Like they missed planning. Yeah, there's something. Like and Happy you know, June 1st. Your planner's here. Do you want to order your next one? Good. Thank God I got that 25 day corn. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you so you have those kind of things happen and then come get this planner, put it in your shed for six months, and then bring it back when you trade it in on the next one that actually yeah. shows up. And the thing about that that really affected the marketplace on the use side of it was that that also dramatically delayed any any chance to sell anything used for yeah. I mean if it was a nine month delay on on the uh, on the use side, on the new side of it, it was probably a 12, 15 month delay on the use side. Right. Oh, because yeah. by the time you got everything in and all the stuff done and this, that, and the other thing and made sure they got theirs and that one that they ordered is going to be there. And now, you know, but next thing you know, it's six months have gone by and you're just now delivering the planner that the guy said he'd take 18 months ago. Right. You know right. I mean? So, I mean, not, so now you run into that situation. Oh, yeah. I, you, you get into those situations. <laughs> I have guys call like, 
is that still a deal? Like, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. We're, we're waiting. Yeah. And I, you know, looking at, at dealer lots, I mean, the beautiful thing about the planet marketplace we've talked about here a lot is that when we saw all of that stuff get sell, sold at auction between, you know, 14 on, there was never a point where there was a, from, from, I would say 16 on to till today, there's never been a, a another planner problem. No. You know, the, the supply has kept up with demand, and it's been a pretty harmonious thing. Can you imagine how many damn combines that would take at auction in a two-year period to have that same effect? Well, it'd be very similar to what we saw in the combine, the planners. Remember how many planners there were? I know, but there again, are there custom planners? No, but there are custom harvesters. Right. And if you take out, um, if you take a look at, we got to understand the same custom harvester guy. Between planters and air drills, there, there's that's a one for one ratio. You take planters and air drills, put them together. I, I, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you that it's almost a one to one ratio with combines. Mm-hmm. If you have a combine, if you're a single farmer, if you're a farmer, you have, if you you have probably if you have a well, combine, you got a planter. If you have two combines, there's a high likelihood that you might have two planters. Okay, so that guy cancels himself out. That's my point I'm making to you is that you still have a custom rigs. Right. But someone had to plant those acres that they're, that they're cutting with a planter. So right. if you take air it. drills and planters, I bet you it's a one for one ratio. A custom harvester XYZ. <laughs> yeah. Cuts for 20 people. Right. He has 10 combines. Right. That's an actual negative 10 air seeder offset. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm, I'm, I have no. Thanks a lot, math guy. <laughs> I have no uh, no data to back that up with, but I'm just saying that it just and seems there like it a, is. There it is. It seems like a reasonable. That's thing. just blue sky, but it sounds factual. <laughs> it seems it seems like a pretty good pretty good assumption. Um, to be at, at you're, you're probably right. So if you take a look at that, so we had that huge sell off historically. That huge sell off come in there. I mean, lots went from being. I remember that you, you talked to a lot of marketing guys. We had a huge sell-off. <laughs> yeah. I did not know the Chicago Board of Trade was running Richie Brothers. Right. What in the hell did that happen? You had, if you remember how many planters and air seeders and all this stuff were lined up on lots, they were they were a windbreak, dude. Oh yeah, I mean they were packed oh, in there tight, and they were just pouting. And then all of those went to auction because I don't I don't remember even during the downtime downturn and the fancier they were, the worse oh, it, was. it was. Man and. During that time frame, I, I just remember coming to the realization almost that if you wanted to sell your planner, you needed to take it to an auction. Yeah. Because you weren't, no one was going to come and buy one because there was too much competition at the auction marketplace. But that was mostly, mostly specifically 24 row narrow transport type planners. Yeah. For mostly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good was, job, good job, seed companies with the planting window. Yeah, <laughs> all yeah. of a sudden that showed up in 03, yeah. and oh, we need yeah. a bigger planter. Get and plan. then hey, let's get a bigger planter and go ten mile an hour. Yeah. That was the other thing too with that time frame too. Is I thought, all right, here's a perfect opportunity where we're going to see the twenty four row planter guy go to a twelve row planter guy or a right. sixteen row planter or something. No, like that. he went to two twenty four. No, I'll just take two exact emerge. <laughs> yeah, so I can exactly. I can I can average twelve miles an hour between these two, huh? Look at that. We we can plant in one week. Yeah. And uh that's why 
whenever the the whole crop progress thing comes out and they're we're 20% behind where we should be yeah. by, by by Sunday they're uh, we're up we're plus 5 you know what I mean oh shit it's lunch we're even <laughs> but so you had that huge huge sell off everything kind of stayed the same and then you extrapolate that into a bigger um issue when you start looking at what happened in 21 22 where plenty of people were ready to buy up and you know trade up and upgrades and this that and the other thing that were going on and it was just a huge delay to come into play and numerous numerous and i think i want to say it kind of feels like to me that late 22 um started to see some planners kind of pop up to where not like like a whole bunches of them by any means but there were you know, you'd see the occasional planner out there around maybe but, five to ten that were like no one really has their name on this one yet yeah yeah it, it's it's very one-off yeah but there there are there are some. Mm-hmm. There are no like three year old twenty four year olds no. that don't have a name. No. Or seven. Yeah. That's that's very true. Well, if these other six guys don't want it, I'll call you and right. let you know. Yep. Yep. So I think uh, to me, I mean looking out there at if there's anything in my opinion that's gonna be this the issue that we see right now with the availability of planners, I think it's it's gonna get it's going to stay close to the same that we see now because how many conversations are guys having about the upgrade kit thing? Oh yeah. Whether it's the, on the deer side with the performance upgrade kits, or you're talking about precision stuff. I actually, for the first time, this is no joke for the first time. I'm, I'm personally apprehensive of that in the used marketplace because I don't know what to call it. Right. I, I get the serial number and I get all that, yeah. but the the toolbar, the stickers, there that's all fourteen, mm-hmm. not twenty-two. So I myself struggle with that a little bit, but I actually had a guy call today specifically looking for a puck machine. Right. So yep. and I think that's gonna also too is and I was like, Oh my god, really? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of. I mean, I think Thank that was you. that was slow to take on because I think. Well, it, that well, that think, unleashed like a year before. Ooh, we can afford to buy the whole planner, right? It is timing, but the upgrade kit thing is not. It's not like it came out last year. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's been out since. I mean, you've been able to do that since what? Fifteen? No, on the deer side. No, I know. I think, I think it's it was, like seventeen. Uh, I want. No, 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 no. It was when is when they introduced exact um the exact merge. No, because that was fifteen. Sixteen you 16. did. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But is that at Orlando in December of yeah. fifteen they talked about doing it. The upgrades. So I think we don't have a price on it yet. The one thing about the one thing about um the planner stuff, whether you're talking deer or case or um White or Monosum, Mon- whoever it is, that technology exists for all of those guys, right? Horse. If, if you're a deer guy, you can get the deer stuff. If you're a white guy, the Agco precision plane inside of it has all that. If you're uh, if you're in the case marketplace, you get the same deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got. I mean, to me, I think that's where this the planner marketplace is so much different than what than what you see happening there. I think that if you look at the planet marketplace, that this is going to reset the way, I think the way that business is done, you know, more than anything, just because well, it, it looks like it fits right in line with your tech upgrade, not the whole machine. 
Well, it, but it's the only one, it's the only platform out there that universally can have that happen. Right. Yeah. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Not everybody what? has. You could take an eight, you could take a lot of harnesses off of an eight R. Well, I'm saying like, if you take like a deer on it, like on the spare side of a deer, like what case has to offer for upgrades and what, um, uh, Fint has to offer on upgrades and Acum has to offer on upgrades and those kind of things. Those, I don't know this for a fact, but from what I understand, they don't have the, we can upgrade the boom system and the spray system. And Oh, right, 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 right. See right, what right. I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, that's not, it's not there yet, but it will be. I mean, it's. Yeah. No. And, and you, I give you a lot of shit about it because I despise it, but tech upgrades is going to be total bread and butter. Right. We'll get back to the discussion in a moment, but first I wanted to thank our sponsor, AgriSolutions. Improve performance and durability with a wide range of premium tillage parts and extended life solutions with AgriSolutions. As the market leader in wearable parts, components, accessories, and solutions for tillage, seeding, planting, and fertilizing, AgriSolutions is proud of their purpose, to build and feed the world. To learn more about AgriSolutions and their globally recognized brands such as Beloda, Ingersoll Tillage, and Trinity Logistics, visit agrisolutionscorp.com. Now back to Casey. We'll take a look at what, um, through January here, uh, what uh, what TractorZoom has uh, has on the, as far as their data place goes. Casey, how you doing? Thanks for having us. Oh, and I've got some planner data here to get a little bit of your feedback on. So this planner data covers January, 2023, and at least the year prior, going back even a little bit further for the auction data. The uh, layout, the report is a little bit new, so let me describe that really quick, and then we can dive into some values. So up above me here, these uh, little colored rectangles, just proportion of the average value between the different top six uh, manufacturers. Over here to the right is the dealership supply. Now this is broken out by year of manufacture. We take this one all the way back to 2010. And with the data that we're looking at here, it's just 12, 16, and 24 row planners. And I can dice Pause by 12 right. by 16, 24, or any comp. The 12, 13, and 14, 24-row planners <laughs> might have come back home. Yeah. They by far own, look at numbers. Yeah. Numbers of machine. Yeah. 12 is close, but the rest is a, well, at least 20. Yeah. So 22. There's 112. There, there was 106 in 2012. Oh yeah, look at 21. 154 to 64. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, and then and the 12's got to be 30 or less because of the yeah that much less color. But look how many came off the market, man. Holy crap. yeah. I mean that's just wowzers. You know what I mean? Got cut in half. Yeah, and, and then it stayed that way. And no. Look at look at thirteen to sixteen. That's one third. That's one in twenty four rows. Right. Yeah. 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 But if you look at that, I mean, and it stayed that way. And then there was like three guys were like, "I guess we'll buy. Yeah. We'll buy three. Right. <laughs> I guess we'll take those other ones." But your these numbers are pretty close. I mean, if you really start to look at them, they're pretty close. And you know what's neat? It when you look at that, you, you got to ramp up a purge, uh-huh. and then well. Why would we want to be healthy? Let's sell too many of them again and ramp back up. Yeah. That's the that thing. 21 number of 24 rows, Casey, that is big damn number, man. Yeah. 
Over here to the right is the dealership supply. Now this is broken out by year of manufacturer. We take this one all okay. the way back to 2010. And with the data that we're looking at here, it's just 12, 16, and 24 row planners. And I can dice by 12, by 16, 24, or any combination thereof. Uh, right below that though, is the average auction and dealership value by month. Now the auction value is in the bottom in the gray, and then the dealer listing value is above in blue. So let's get into the data. Uh, there is one actual nuance that I added to this report just because you and I have been talking about specific make models. And Would you uh, like to go in the NFL or own an auction company in fall of 21? Go into the uh, 1775 NT and look at those values. Or we can cycle over here and just look at the older 1770 model. Actually have an overlap of last April. Yeah. But let's start at a high and level. And last first. October. And my first question to you, and I've seen this uh, across a few different planner models, is that at the end of last year, really November, December, slightly into January, we were seeing a, a significant increase in average planner values. You know, you can see it kind of encompassed there. And again, these are all 12, 16, and 24 row. But I think it really is prominent in the 16 and a little bit in the 24 row that you just have the higher average values here, and then it dips down to, you know, a little bit of a valley or a long tail uh, going through the rest of 22. Um, so my question for you, as I pull out of that, is, you know, what was that? Uh, I've heard a lot of other people talk different theories. Is it skimming off the top? You know, we have an availability of planners that are out on the lots, but it was a limited availability. Farmers knew that. And so when they went there, they certainly were cherry picking for the ones that they wanted that had precision on. You know what I think that is from? Hmm? I think guys are looking at technology, obviously, what they're looking at. But I think a lot of guys are stepping back and looking at which one of these can I take and buy? Where's my investment at if I want to upgrade? Well... Do I buy this hundred fifty thousand dollar planner and spend another hundred grand on, to upgrade it and have a, a two hundred fifty or three hundred thousand dollar planner, or do I buy the three hundred thousand dollar? Do I buy the three hundred thousand dollar use planner? Right. Yeah. Which where's which one has the juice? Which one's juice is worth the squeeze? Uh, the one that's done. I think you're probably right. My opinion. It, it's more dollars, but <laughs> either there again, okay. And and I know that's all figured in, but. On, on an upgrade, you're paying the shop, you know, to do it. I hope you're not doing it. That's a lot. That's a, a lot. lot of work. It's a lot. It is a lot. So that that's all figured into your deal, okay? Oh well, we where's U bolts? Oh, we can't we can't get seven eighths nuts. You know, just the dumbest shit mm -hmm. could derail that thing out of planning day one through five, right? And all that's going to do is every single 15-minute segment that passes, that gets to be a more difficult and difficult situation for everybody. Yeah. Versus, oh, look, there's a 21. All they got to do is lower the three-point, click her in, and go. Right. Take it home. I think some of that, too, came into play. I would love to see, I think, another part of this, too, here, here, and here, these model years. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember how many planners got delivered all at once? Oh yeah, and how many? I mean, there for a while we were like, "Well, we got a lot of these planners," and then they kind of disappeared. Right. I mean, I mean, 
between man, we got a problem between July, Tuesday. July and September. There were a lot of planters that got delivered. Yeah, and I mean, so that has something to do with that. <laughs> yeah. some of these guys here too. I mean, right on time to haul to Brazil. <laughs> there's some of these some of these uh, planters up here that literally haven't like didn't even go to the field and they're getting no, in. No, all right. They could go high speed, um, exact emerge. Any of those high technology values, obviously, is going to be more expensive. And so they're picking those early. And then once they pick those, the average value dropped because what was remaining didn't have as much tech on it. Makes and sense. Um, so anyways, I'd like to get your opinion on what you think was causing this down into there. Now, let's take a look, though, just going through some different size of planters. So at 12 row planner, on average, you know, you've got a little bit more variability here going across in the dealer values. But Last man, is it close? December yeah. dealer values at sixty-seven. And I think that's something that's pretty important to point out is that here's your auction value, the gray line, the blue line is dealer uh, right. dealership value. There is ooh, look at October. Yeah, man, man, last fall, last fall was more wild than I remember. Yeah, you could buy it. It was more expensive for you to buy something. Would all. you like this new one with warranty? <laughs> Or that used one. I would like that used one and to pay way too much. I mean, like you can't really see where that's at, but that's, I bet that's a, on average, that's a $50,000 spread. Yeah. So. And then this December, 67. So while it looks fairly flat, that is increasing fairly significantly uh, year over year, probably about, you know, one sixth worth, uh, about 15 to 20%. You know, auction values over that same time frame. Sitting at a 51, almost 52 to this December, getting up to almost 56. Uh, again, with a lot of variability in there that you'll find with planners, seems to be increasing about at the same rate for those smaller planners. They're almost dead even Moving right up, now. Though, just looking at 16-year-old planners here, uh, you see you have a little bit of a flip in who carries the largest average value from a manufacturer standpoint. You certainly see that bump that I was talking about there. And let's just look at January now. Dealer values averaging at a 110 in January, last January, to this January, 132. So you're up uh, 20K. And again, you know, that's probably right around a somewhere between a 15 and 20% increase. That's really disturbing. And then jumping up, looking at. Okay. So what, what do you think that is? You got your tails, they're going different directions. That's scary. Yeah. But but here's why. Did you see average auction was just thirty two? Right. Yep. That's you know that's some seventeen seventy sure old stuff. Some yep. seven banged out seventeen twenties. Right. Dealer was one thirty two. There's your seventy fives. Right. Your seventeen twenty fives that we're yep. famous for. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, there's there's a I guarantee you that spread. That's all it has to do with. Yeah. I agree. I would agree. But it's scary to see. Yeah. Some extent. You've got last December, just shy of 200,000 on average, just over 200,000. So 15 to 16,000 increase, about an 8% year over year uh, type of increase you saw. So, and question back in your court is is that common? Is that what you've seen in your area? Do you think that is? Common across some other geographies in some other regions. What I did see here, and again, I would like to know uh, your opinion on on what this is. Twenty four row planners 
besides some variability in low auction season, which you're not going to sell much one here in October. Uh, it's just not the time, but it did finish the year incredibly strong. And in January, you know, it's for the few that are out there, it's higher than Baylor continue to be strong. So any, um, it's a wash. Any reason why the good strength of sales uh, that planners have had lately? All right, it's my opinion. Woo. My opinion is that they're, they're available. Look at that climb on the chart. That is a that is a big climb. You thought there might be a correction, and it's still going up. Yeah, two different corrections. So I, I would I would say um, this right here. So you have July time frame. That's EOP. Everything you you know gets traded for and. People make some sales and they buy some things there, those kind of things. But, right. Um, this if August, anything, July is the flood yeah. of the market. Yep. As far as the listings, <laughs> you, can't, you yeah. can't begin to give it then. But I would say, notably, October, moving into through December, January, February, March is your peak time to sell planner at auction. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're in, in. You're, you're in and you're leading into the season. Right. I would say everything at year end is probably a plus other than your seasonal items. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't sell a chopper year end. I wouldn't sell a combine year end unless it's a unicorn. I wouldn't sell hay equipment year end. Yeah. Especially I mean, I think, hay, especially hay equipment. And I think you hay and forage, period. But I think if you look at, at those specific things that you just rambled off, um would I sell them at an auction? Like we just said no. January, February, March, yes, I would. Um, because you're getting your head in the season, right? Where I think to me, I think the planner, uh best time to sell a planner, in my opinion, is from the last October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah. March and March is getting late. It's getting late, but you still see guys at bottom. Twenty twenty years ago, March was fine. Yeah. Because we didn't have to take it home and put on a hundred thousand dollars worth of true. wire harnesses and zip ties. And- yeah, true. But you, but the other time, I think that's a very neglected time that people don't really pay attention to a lot is that July, late June, July, and like the very first week of August. Post DOP, those are all typically some pretty strong times to look at. Right, you're just not by any means is it gangbusters, but you have an opportunity there. Oh yeah, if you market and, it right, that you have you can sell some planners, and and your buyers are learning. Sure, every every year I get more calls from guys in June that are used planner hunting. Yeah, because they know that's your that's, first yeah. chance. Yeah, and yep, put my name on it. Yep, yep. Hope it hope now, it comes in. Let's yeah. dive into some of these specific yep. models, though. Seventeen seventy, more of an old general one. Hasn't been produced since 2014. So obviously here you've got your, your manufacturing years and we can even dice this one up a little tighter and say, let's just look at. You look at current on 1770s. Yep. Crossover. Big time crossover. Yep. 2017s with 24 row, you know, dealer. Well, even last year is lots of crossover this year. Shit. 115. So relatively yep. flat. Again, for an older machine, is that what you would expect even in this tight equipment market? And speaking of consistent and tight, and look at 16 that. rows, Paul's 1770s. We're looking at the exact planner that everybody we're looking at the exact planner everybody dumped. Okay. Right. 1770, mm-hmm. 24 rows. Okay. You're down to 6471 and 37. 
Thirty-seven 14s is all that's left. Yeah. Or that, that's out there. Right. According to their data. Yeah. Right. This 83. That's impressive. To 91. Looks a uh, slight increase. Looks a little more flat than maybe what it is. But extreme parity uh, with that auction market. Now let's move out of that 1770 and go to something a little more recent. Let's look at this NT model. Okay. What we have here are you know a huge increase uh, in December values, average December values, just under a quarter of a million last December, in this most recent December at 180. But again, you've got a lot of row variability, I'm assuming, with this. Um, and perhaps that's the way that uh, this is explained away. 24 rows for those same 1770 NTs. Dealer sales just at above a quarter of a million this January. To right about the same. And then finally, just taking a look at this DB60. And this is DB60, all 24 row here, uh, of course. And you've got, you know, again, a lot of variability in this, but with the options that come on rows, center fill versus not, um, just all the technology, I'm assuming that just this range is really what, um, what we might make sense of, if there's any sense to be made out of this at all. So this is just a quick recap of the planner market, looking just again at 24, 16, and 12-row planners. Uh, if you have any questions on this, feel free to reach out. You can find us at ironcoms.com, and there we might be able to answer your questions on how we're helping dealers with repricing strategies or helping them find uh, insights like this. Thanks for your time, Casey, and take care. Bye. All right. Did you notice on the 16 rows, there was two months of one line. Yeah. yeah. And it was at up to 45. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think if you're out there looking at, at those specific things, anything that shock you, you think, or, you, or anything that you didn't realize was happening that happened? Yeah. I, I honestly felt that uh, 1770s were softer than what their data showed. Right. I really did. Yeah, kind of me too. So when I was looking at that, saw that, to your point, you made a good point there when you're looking at how much they fall up. Where are those machines? Where are those 1770s at? Right. You know what I mean? Where did they go? I mean, <clears throat> if you're still running a 2012 planner, um, you know, you, you got a you got an 11-year-old planner. Right. You know what I mean, so, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them out there still running. All right. Time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just That's just the ins, ins and outs of it. So. Yep. Right on. Okay. Uh, probably a good place to wrap that up, Aaron. Folks, want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is you're doing. What's best way to do that? Well, I'm on all the socials by my name, A.A. Ron Fintel. Call me, text me, 308-760-1193, or email me, Aaron.Fintel at Moving Iron LLC dot com. Right on. Uh, you can find me at Moving Iron LLC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron Podcast on LinkedIn. And check out the video version of this over on the YouTube channel, Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. So check it out there. Go to movingironllc.com. Um, you can, there's a contact me thing there you can go to and it'll send me an email. You can send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast, movingironpodcast.com. Or you can, uh, just send a smoke signal up or whatever you want to do and and get a hold of me there. I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Fennell. Smooth smart folks. 
Thanks, Casey, for sharing your conversation with us. You can keep up on the latest industry news by registering online to receive our free newsletters. Visit www.farm-equipment.com. For Casey, as well as our entire staff here at Farm Equipment, I'm Kim Schmidt. Thanks for listening.